Hi, everyone, and welcome to Viva La Flora Live Podcast, where we bring you the art and business of flowers. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, welcome again. All right, so today's episode is here to help you maximize your time. We're going to talk about the not to do list. Yep, I said it, not to do list. I know this sounds so counterproductive, right? Because most of us are accustomed to having a whole bunch of to do lists, a whole bunch of um, check marks and checklists and all of these things. But how many of you have ever created a not to do list? Believe me when I say it is way harder than it actually sounds, but it is one of the most useful exercises. I have personally done this. When one of my coaches told me about it, I'm like, okay, seriously? Okay, fine, I'll do it. So it took me a little bit of time to wrap my head around it, you know, or the idea, and I did it. And it was by far, again, one of the most rewarding exercises that I've done. And that's what I want to talk to you about. This episode is going to be short and sweet, to the point, and it's also leading up to Floriana Conference that is happening right now. And my speech is today, Wednesday. Uh, if you haven't gotten your ticket to Floriana Conference, it's not too late. You can go to the link in my show notes. The same link is in Instagram in the bio. So if you can't find it, DM me. I'll send it to you personally. But get it if you haven't. I would highly recommend it. 20 speakers, and it's all about business and design. And what I've lo- what I love about the lineup of um, this uh, creative people for this conference is that there's something for everyone and it is not all just how to do floral design or how to run a business. It's a really healthy combination of the both. I have listened to a few of them already, and I really, really loved it. Uh, one of my favorites was um, Deborah Prinzing talking about creative writing. It, writing has been such a difficult thing for me that when I listened to her talk, it was like, oh, the light bulb just went off. So anyways, enough about that. Let's talk about this to, not to-do list, right? What is the point of having a not-to-do list in the first place? So if you think about it, our day like I said, is filled with all kinds of to-dos and checklists and all of these things. But in reality, do we really, really have to do all those things ourselves? Probably not. If you're anything like me and you're creative and a bit type A and a bit perfectionist, you're kind of annoying about these things, right? You feel like you need to do it all, you can do it all, and so on. And soon enough, you literally have no time to yourself, right? And you get into this hamster wheel and you just keep spinning and spinning and spinning and you're not realizing because it's happening kind of slow too. Or, you know, it's the frog in a slow boiling water kind of thing. At least I found myself in that situation. So 
Here's how we do this exercise. So what do you want to do for a few days, maybe uh, a week? A week will be ideal. I actually did it for two weeks because I kind of had some times off when I was doing it in between. So it wasn't my normal schedule. So I kind of wanted to make sure I got I got at least 10 days of my normal day-to-day operational schedule in this exercise. So at the end of every day, you want to kind of sit down and write down the things that you've done that day. Just everything. It doesn't need to be massive, kind of like special kind of list. Just literally pen and a paper and just quickly write them down, like bullet points, right? You don't need to write essays, just just bullet points so that when you read that word, you know, okay, that's this, that's this, and whatever. After you've done this, this sort of like compiling this information, you want to then sit down and kind of highlight the things in that list for every day, things that only you can do, nobody else. Yeah, it's not something you can necessarily teach someone or perhaps delegate to somebody or there's no way of automating and things like that. It is solely you, yourself, and you. So once you've written down or marked the things that only you can do, now you want to write down things that potentially you could have someone else to do. You know, it may cost you a little bit of money or it may cost you a little bit of time to train somebody to do. You know, maybe it is a staff member that could potentially pick up this task, such as, I don't know, paying the bills. You know, maybe you shouldn't be the one sitting there and paying the bills, right? Or maybe you can automate those or whatever that may be for you. So kind of think about that. And then the other side of the group of things to do or not to do, I should say, are the things that potentially could be done in the way that you don't ever touch it. So you set and set and forget and occasionally check. And even checking, maybe it shouldn't be you. Maybe it should be somebody else doing that. Such as there are certain bills you could potentially put on auto pay, right? Um, I mean, for example, my internet, the phone, and those kind of things, it's the same thing every month. So it goes on auto pay. But certain bills that I need to check, you know, kind of a line item type of thing, just make sure everything worked out, those maybe not. So maybe someone needs to check those. Again, doesn't have to be you. So once you've done this exercise, and there are going to be things on that list that you're going to look at and be like, yeah, I know I did this, but did it really help anything? Did it move? Did it really move the needle? Did it really do anything? Was it really that important? Or, you know, was it the easy thing to do? Because all of us, all of us are kind of inclined to do the things that are easy or the things that make us feel good or give us that instant gratification as opposed to the things that are maybe a little bit challenging, maybe a little bit difficult, but they're going to move the needle the fastest, right? In your business or in your personal life and so on. So after you've done all of this, kind of recognize all this list and put it to the side and then sit down and write a new list, list of not to do's. And your list of not to do's are going to go in three different categories. And this is where the magic happens. Okay. So you're going to have a list of delegation, list of automation, and list of elimination. Delegate, automate, eliminate. That's it. That way, you'll open up a whole bunch of time for yourself. And maybe you can then do that 
thing that you wanted to do for so long and you just haven't had a time. Now you do. So give you a few examples. Some of you may be cutting your grass and you may kind of like doing that, but is it worth your time for you to sit there and cut your grass all day? I mean, all, every week or every other week or whatever. Perhaps it might be worth paying somebody that $50 for them to come in and cut that grass for you and save that time for yourself. For fellow flower designers, you know, like you're washing your buckets and things like that. Maybe it is worth having somebody to come in and deep clean your studio once a month or once a week, maybe depends on how busy you are, right? You know, somebody comes in once a week, you pay him that $100. And, you know, I'm not saying you put all the dirty stuff to the side and wait for this person. You just rinse it off and put it to the side. But this person comes in, does the deep cleaning, washing, drying, and, you know, reorganizing the space for yourself and for your next week's adventure or next month's adventure. Maybe that's money well spent for you, right? Uh, Instead of you doing it all by yourself. So, you know, kind of think about those things. Uh, Let's talk about social media. I mean, I'm no expert in social media, honestly. Um, You know, it's sort of a necessary evil if you're running a business, uh, as much as I would hate to say this. We all have that life-love-hate relationship with social media, so let's admit it. Only far few of us love it, right? Most people don't like it, and there are few that hate it doesn't matter where you fit in with that. Bottom line is, if you're running a business, if you're running a creative business, you should have a social media presence and you should really work on that. But man, does it take all day. Sometimes does it take a lot of time and a lot of effort and energy and so on. So automate. There are so many scheduling tools that would help you pre-schedule things, pre create those hashtags or create your content in batches, right? Sit down and kind of sketch out all your week or month worth of content and try to automate again uh, with some scheduling apps and things or your email correspondence to your brides per se, right? Or if you're an educator, your um, clients who are potential students uh, or just designers who want to learn from you or whatever that may be. But you can automate some of those emails as well, right? Create some canned emails that is helping you move this process and make it a lot more seamless as opposed to you manually doing all of these things. And these are the things that I'm talking about. So I just want to encourage you to do this exercise. And those of you who signed up for Florida Conference, who listened to my talk, and my talk was all about maximizing your day, how to efficiently go through your day with intention and productivity, being proactive, not reactive. So there's a lot of really cool tools in there. There's a downloadable PDF there that helps you do this. There is a performance journal there. So all of this stuff, and you know, I would say just go and listen to it if you haven't. Um, again, it's not late to get those tickets. But before you start using the performance journal, I would highly encourage you to clean up your list. Create your not-to-do list first. Figure out what needs to be automated, what needs to be delegated, and ultimately what needs to be completely eliminated. All right. Well, I hope this was helpful. Um, Send me a DM. Let me know what you think. Maybe you're like, hey, girl, you're completely out of your mind. I don't know. If it's not your thing, don't do it. But like I said, I was kind of surprised. I did it, and it was really helpful. So I thought I'll just come and share this with you. On that note, I will chat with you soon again. Well, it's a wrap. 
Thank you everyone for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.